man, is it the power hey, in his hands? Hey, you. Yeah, you. How, how are you doing? Hey. You, you listening now? You look good. You've been working cool. out. Cool. Welcome to the show. It's Medium Clever. I'm your host, Brett Medill. You heard him. It's Sean Stewart. That was me. We got the peeps champs here. Brant Bobby. Embrace Rocky. your face for the pace of this race, because all up in this space, it's Mark Legace. <laughs> hey, thanks Ooh. for having me. Yeah, yeah, Mark Legace is here. There's a lot of ace sounds. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, well, you know, give Number Brett, one. give me 65 seconds to write an intro, and I'll think of a bunch of rhyming sounds. Perfect. I'll put them in an it's order we, that makes that's all anybody can maybe really sense. For. It might make sense. Did that make sense? I don't know how uh, accurate that was of a description of me. Well, and honestly, this is an audio content, so I don't yeah. know. I don't know how much a face needs to be braced for for a podcast. <laughs> I mean, true. I guess if you go to the website and you see a photo that goes with this podcast, you might need to brace your face or at least your eyes mm-hmm. uh, for that. But right. uh, you know, you need to brace them. And honestly, if you're if you're a female, I would say you'd also have to brace your genitals so you don't drench the floor when you look at that page, because we know that the Sean has that effect on the ladies. They take one look at him. Splash, you know, makes a mess everywhere. No he comment. he has to work in an all men's lab because uh, they just can't keep sanitary conditions if uh, there's any ladies in there with him. <laughs> it's just uh, it won't work. It won't work. And Deanna get right. Deanna get really mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, it's hard to walk around in the house as it is <laughs> because it's just everywhere. It's yeah. like the floor is just constantly being like waxed. Yeah, and, and, and I mean, your fiancé's got to carry around several, like, milk jugs of water all the time because she just gets dehydrated at home sitting around because you're this there. It's a real problem, but, you know, it's nice that she loves you and she's dedicated enough to, yeah. uh, to mm-hmm. really maintain her health that way. Totally. You know, not everyone I is mean, more so... more power to her. Not everyone is so, uh, is so dedicated to their partner, you know? There's a guy I read about that he, uh, he sued his wife for having ugly children. <laughs> I think I read that, yeah. That's um, fucking funny. The guy's name is Jian Feng, and I know his wife is South Korean. I don't know uh, where he's from. I could make assumptions that he's either South Korean or Chinese. Uh, but uh, he marries this woman. Uh, he says he married for love, mm-hmm. and, but uh, their, their, their marriage started going south when they had their daughter. Uh-oh. Because, you see, uh, he, he actually he accused her of infidelity. He thought really? she had cheated on him because it's not possible for him to have had an ugly child. There are no, there's no way my genes are that ugly, woman. The, exactly. What are that you was doing? His, that was his point. He said, and then, what the fuck is going on here, lady, giving me this ugly baby? Yeah. I'm out. Like, How well, I, first dare of all, you? before we even analyze any further... What kind of guy wants to end his, like, <laughs> who's so conceited about their own looks that they have a baby that isn't perfect looking and they're like, you cheated on me, you whore. Yeah. And it's a baby, right? I couldn't possibly yeah, Babies have, look like, like, they always look ugly. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, there are some ugly you know what? ass babies out there. But here's the other thing. If it's your baby... You're you're supposed to think it looks good yeah, no matter no, what. Exactly. Like everybody loves you their. Can, yeah, yeah well, you this can't guy judge must be a psychopath. No, I've never had a baby, so I don't know. <laughs> but like for everyone else's baby, I don't care about your baby. Like it's not. I don't have to do anything to take care of your baby. It's your yeah. baby. I don't. Mm, yeah, I don't even want to hear about no. it. No, for the most part. I'm. Yeah. I 
I barely want to. No, I don't barely want to hear. I, I like hearing about my nieces. Yeah, and that's it. There's, there's what do you, when, <laughs> like when even kids, my cousins' kids. I like spending time with them, but I don't want to hear a bunch of stories about them. When, when no, but when kids reach like age of like three or so, and they're starting to say unintentionally funny stuff, I like being just around to hear them come up with <laughs> right. crazy shit. Yeah, yeah, totally. But like when they're actually just like so small and fragile that I feel like I should be nowhere near the situation. Yeah, I'm an. Like, oh, do you want to hold the baby? No, no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm not going to hold the baby. Here, probably. hold the baby. Please don't make me. I've done like, please don't make me. Yeah, please, yeah. I've seriously done yeah. that. Please, please don't. Please. <laughs> if please. it's like because as big as my arm, I'm not touching the yeah. baby. I seriously felt like emotionally damaged for a while because I had a. Uh, there was seriously a pattern of I would meet. I would meet children under under school age, and they would cry upon <laughs> seeing me, and uh, I didn't care for that. Uh, yeah, didn't really have a lot of positive internal reactions to that. Uh, so for a while, I was definitely trying to limit my exposure to to the very young. Uh, but it seems it seems like maybe maybe uh, uh, something has changed. I don't know. My nieces don't appear to be afraid of me, so that's good. Well, they're older now, so they know you're not. Yeah. Uh, no, they never. But they were never afraid of me, oh. which is which oh, is really? which is uh, uh, refreshing. <laughs> I'm it's still nice. afraid of you, Brett. I'm still afraid. You should be. Uh, you know, most people should be afraid. You should be very afraid. They don't know what I'm capable of. You I'm know, pretty a man afraid. Who's, a man who's capable of a lot of different uh, strange voices might be capable of a lot of strange things. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, he, he sues his wife, yeah. and he wins over 120 grand. Oh, he won, too? Yeah, the judge what? sided with him. Cause, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Go on. Oh, no. Okay, so he accuses her of infidelity. Yeah. They do the DNA test. They find out that they're his kid. It's, yeah. He has three right. kids. They're all his. And they're all and, uh, and, uh But his like, wife was not truthful oh. about the $100,000 worth of cosmetic surgery she'd had before she met him. Okay. Whoa. So her genes were so... So, so she her, her she had Uggo genes. Oh, she was rife with see. Uggo genes, and uh, and she uh, and she uh, she she caught him in her little in her little web trap. Hmm. And uh, that is funny. And uh, now because uh, this guy, he's all he. I saw the picture. He's a handsome fella. He's right. a good looking man. And the woman wasn't too bad looking. No, she looks great, but. And then you look at the kids and you're like, oh, that's what she must have looked like before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, I get it. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, not even that. Because I don't think anyone should, <laughs> should yeah. feel like they have to have surgery, of, uh, optional surgery of any type. Like, right. You know, if, but at the same time, I don't want to judge anyone who, who wants that for themselves either. You know, like, I don't want to paint all of these fuckers with the same brush you know like some right. people who get plastic surgery are insecure yeah. and some people just are, are actually very secure and they just want to look better or they want to change this yeah uh, i'm not going to name any names or do anything but uh, uh there was a place i were i don't know if i've talked about this before but i, I worked at a place where i had a, a co-worker that got uh, breast implants and uh, now I don't know. Maybe it was a cost issue. I don't really know how it all shakes out. But um, there, if I'm not sure if there's a delicate way to, to to put this, but if if this girl was was seeking to improve her 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 stereotypical appearance in some way, 
what one might have suggested rhinoplasty over over uh, breast enhancement. I see. Shall we say? I think it would have done more for her. So, did she have like decent boobs as it was, or I never actually knew her before. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. But uh, but you just knew the nose had to go. Well, no, nothing had to go. Nothing has to change. But she chose to change something, and I think that that that, that from an outside perspective, I believe her appearance would have. If if her goal was to improve her appearance, I think that the rhinoplasty would have been the way to go. Off the mark, I guess. That's all. Mm -hmm. And I think I've been about as delicate as I possibly could in making that point. I don't know why. To, to, honestly, to the sake of sacrificing comedy. Yeah. Wh- why, why, did you <laughs> go, why did you go that delicate? I don't know. The girl had a big nose. She still has a big nose. For all and, we know. And, and, and huge and, tits. Okay, yeah. And massive tits. Yeah. Huge. So, I don't know. She, but you know what? Was. I guess also I'm just not a great big fan of great big fake breasts either. So that's really Whatever. just a personal I mean, choice from my from my standpoint. I don't think that breast implants improve a woman's appearance no. all that much. I don't no. think so either. That that's just me, man. I think the main excuse to get breast implants at this point is that you had breast cancer or you have had had mm. a mastectomy of some type or something. You know, right. like no. then sure, go for it. And you know, hey, I guess if you really think you're gonna feel a lot better about yourself if you do that, then I guess go for it. Yeah. Like, I was thinking of getting yeah. breast implants, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. yeah. But you're not transitioning or anything. No, you just, no, just, no. You know, just to make them bigger. Yeah. So, do you mean, do you, you mean like, like breast implants or do you mean like pec implants? Is there, is there a difference? I mean, like. Like, do you want to shape, do you want pec implants to shape so it looks like you've got so a big muscular chest? You know what? Yeah. Or do you go, want breast yeah. implants so it looks like you've got hairy man tits? That is tempting, but let's go with the pec. <laughs> let's go with the the, incre- the improved pecs. You, you yeah. could have like the. Uh, like, have you ever seen Arnold you know Schwarzenegger's chest when he was competing? Like, yeah, that dude was back in Arnold's like day, crazy ripped. Like now, all of them are basically like the same. They all look yeah, the same. Yeah. But back in Arnold's day, they all the different bodybuilder guys actually had different bodies, and it was like Arnold had the huge chest, and there was other guys that had like the huge biceps or the really wicked traps or whatever. Like, I don't know who'd had what or if those are really the things they had, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But Arnold definitely had the huge chest. He had like a uh, something ridiculous, like a sixty-some inch chest. Like he had a fucking gigantic. He was a he was a monster. He was a monster. Massive. He was a he he went Hercules in New York style monster. He <laughs> could fight bears and shit. Bears at new martial arts. <laughs> martial arts bears. Central Park. You don't they know. Escape hey, the zoo. The subspecies of bear is fluent in some rudimentary forms of hand to hand combat. Yeah. In in yeah on on two legs too hmm. against 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 landed legs. Greek gods. Yeah. Or Roman gods, I guess. He was Hercules. <laughs> Demigods, if you want to be really specific. Yeah, let's be, let's be really specific. I know how important specificity is to you, Sean. It is. <laughs> it's very important. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I really want a corgi. Just one? Just oh, one corgi? Well, no. Actually, if I was going to get a dog, I'd want at least two. I think it would be unfair... With the kind of life I have, it would be unfair to have just one dog. I'd mm. need to have at least two so they could keep each other company when I'm not around. Yeah. Right. I think that'd have to be the way. 
And a corgi, I think that especially if you live in the city, you have to pick a breed that matches your life too. Like that's the biggest, one of the biggest things. But I also probably wouldn't get a purebred. I'd probably get a mix because they are healthier. Yeah, true. Uh, but corgis are so sweet. They're like they're like furrier dachshunds because they're basically they have the same body as a dachshund. They they're like little oh, really? wiener like because yeah. their legs are so stubby. They yeah. such stubby That's little cute. legs. I like the stubby legs. Stubby legs. Yeah, but you know you put a little bow. A, cor- a corgi looks really good with a little bow in its hair, <laughs> like like a bichon frise. <laughs> Give it a little jack lantern uh, coat so you can like walk it around. We were watching. Uh, honestly, over. we were watching uh, Santa suit. Uh, we were watching the Queen in our in a class a few weeks ago, and oh, yeah. and like there was a there was like a, an audible reaction from the class every time the Queen's corgis were on screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I was part of it. I was like, <laughs> corgis, yeah. <laughs> I love corgis. I've, I've, I've spent... A they sig- sound adorable. In mm-hmm. the last few months, I've definitely spent time on Wikipedia looking at dog breeds for no reason. <laughs> hey, what kind of dog would I get if I could get a dog that I can't get a dog? If I get a dog, I could get this dog. Maybe i get a corgi dog. That'd be a good dog. Can, can you actually Maybe. acquire a corgi? I think so. In Winnipeg? Well, Imagine. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure you, you may look. have to travel somewhere you'd outside go, of Winnipeg. I think you'd have to try to go to England to get a corgi. I don't think you'd have to do that. I'm sure. I'm, there I'm sure there's like some the royal breed. Well, right? yeah, but they're not the only place. There's there's a couple of breeds of corgi, and they don't only exist so, yeah. in England. There's like black market corgi breeders yeah. and stuff like that. They're all over. Black market, I guess, for your corgi. Yeah. Well. Yeah, well, be, I mean, uh, yeah, you got. Hey, man, what you got? What you got, got in the some, trench coat? Uh, what you got in the trench coat? Got some primo corgis. Sweet corgis. I just got... Uh, opens, the, opens the trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> Closes it again real quick. Shh, shh, shh. What you want, man? <laughs> I'll take two. I'll take two. Here you go. Okay. Go over there. <laughs> That'd be even better, yeah. Like the, cr- like the wire crack style thing. The one guy doesn't, yeah. the guy you give the money doesn't ever touch the drugs, right? You give this guy the money and then you go down there and the other guy's got he's got like a he's got like a burlap sack and he hands you he reaches in and hands you a couple of corgis by the scruff of the neck. Nice. You go, and, and, just, and you sho- and you have to shove them in like your in your jacket real quick and and uh, and hope that you don't like you don't suffocate them on, on, on your way back into the car. But uh, because if you get caught with that shit, they uh, will fucking Scotland Yard will be all over your shit. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) The Queen, MI6, Double O, license to kill your shit, Corgi motherfucker, Billy Corgan, (laughs) all those motherfuckers, they're coming after you. Yeah, Billy Corgan's a secret agent in in charge of. (laughs) <laughs> chasing down black market corgi <laughs> sellers and buyers. Yeah. Oh, don't trade in black market corgis, kids. It'll ruin your life. They call him Billy Corgi for a reason. <laughs> a lot of people thought he walked away from smashing pumpkins because he was a giant eagle maniac. Right. <laughs> but it was actually because he had a higher calling of stopping people from trading corgis. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the Queen's corgis, man. Billy Corgan cares about that shit. Yeah, he went to Buckingham Palace once and it had a profound, uh, had a profound change in his life. He played a door. It was awesome. Yeah, he, he, he cut off all his hair. 
He did. He's not. Have... He's not bald. He cut he was... off all his hair. I thought he was born bald. No, man. He had a ton of hair in like the even on like that Simpsons episode. I think he still had hair when he was rendered for the Simpsons. Uh, oh, like really? bullet with butterfly wings. The video for sure. He had like long hair. I don't think he was hairless until like a door. Really? Oh. Yeah. My bad. I don't know. I always thought he never had hair. But No, I'm pretty sure. Well, I could be wrong. But I mean, as, as interesting as a lengthy conversation about Billy Corgan's hair is, uh, I mean, really, on a bit of a tangent, we're talking mm-hmm. about dogs, Sean. Right. <laughs> Corgis. Well, we know all about Billy Corgan's side activities now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. But you know, like there are some, like like, I was looking, I'd like to, a big dog would be nice. Mm -hmm. I've never had a big dog, but big dogs are fun. And there's some big dogs you could even have in the city. But the really cool ones, you couldn't really. What's a really really cool dog to have? Oh, I don't know. Like like a, some of them have great, great names too. Like a Scottish deer hound. You hear that name and you're (laughs) like, yeah, that's a good fucking (laughs) dog. That's going to be a badass dog. And it is. It's, it's like a dog that's built like a thicker Great Dane. <laughs> like it's just it's really? built like it's built like a linebacker version of a Great Dane. Like a Great Dane is a wide receiver running fly routes, and uh, and the fucking the Wolfhound's a tight end. Okay, and he's gonna ru- he'll run over linebackers and shit. They chase down deer like this. Th- they seriously use these things to hunt deer. Like wow. they're they're badasses, man. And then there's like a Norwegian hound of some sort that's a total badass too. And, and I saw someone walking a dog on Henderson, and it looked like it was part bear. Like it was oh, just sweet. massive. This is a really thick dog. Really thick like fur a, and just massive. It's like a burly dog. Yeah. Like burlier than like a Rottweiler. Like oh, it was yeah. just like a ton of hair on top of it. Maybe I'm remembering it wrong. I don't know. But it definitely was a massive dog. It was... Cool. Biggest dog I've ever seen. There was a dog that lived in my neighborhood when I was a kid that we all called a bear. We mm-hmm. like and and we run away from it. it ran around the neighborhood. Hmm. Huge dog. We used uh, like uh, we used to make we used to pretend like it was the dog in the sand lot over the fence. Oh yeah, you know, the beast. Like it was gonna like it was really gonna fuck up our days if we yeah. uh, crossed paths with it. But it was a nice dog. Mm-hmm. So that's a really good story. There's some pretty good stories about dogs there. Hey, you know, dogs are pretty great. You guys want to hear about dogs? I will talk about dogs. I will talk about sea life. I will compare animals to sports roles. I can do that. I'm comfortable with that. I I, I have no problem telling you that a Mastiff belongs on the O-line because he's (laughs) a lazy fuck. And he will sit around your apartment all day if given the choice. Which dog is the quarterback in this scenario oh god now we're in a whole nother situation who you know what i'm putting a border collie at at, at quarterback yeah, you know yeah, today's today's nfl you know he's got the he's got the mobility he's got yeah. the brains you know Definitely. he can fetch with the best of them yeah i would see wide receiver like border collies you can throw them anything and they'll catch anything yeah but. yeah okay well then uh, you got a better candidate for quarterback than the collie N- nah i don't know like I can't think of anything. I, what, I think uh, the collie would be a better running back, maybe even, but I don't know. Uh, not thick enough. I no? want, I well, wanna... Okay, what, what would you want for a running back dog? Well, there's a couple different ways you could go, really. There's a lot of different types of running backs, I guess. Yeah. I don't know football could. positions. What's 
running back. That's just the, the one. That's the guy you give the you give the ball to, and he goes running. And he just it. runs. Yeah. 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 So you probably yeah someone fast, I'd but also Jack someone terrier. That's too small. <laughs> too small. That's too small. The fucker would be able to book it though. No man. Nobody would catch him, <laughs> dude. Okay, think. No matter how fast a Jack Russell Terrier can move its legs, a dog twice as big as it doesn't yeah, ha- so. can can move half as fast and still cover the same amount of ground. That's yeah. true. Or true. more. So the Jack okay. Russell Terrier is a fuckhead. He's not playing football. <laughs> Jack Russell Terrier. Jack Russell Terrier is off playing badminton somewhere. Or reading yeah, books doing to kids. backflips. He's doing he's a gymnastics dog. There's like two of them. He's one of them. He can go fuck off. He's like gold medal in gymnastics. Just go away, Jack Russell. No one likes you. Everyone had enough of you on Frasier. Okay? I like you, Wishbone. <laughs> that Wishbone bastard. <laughs> Hey, can we get kids to care about classic literature <laughs> with a Jack Russell Terrier? Nope. Yes. Let's yes, try. Yes, you can. <laughs> we have the money. Okay, fine then. Quarterback, I'd say Golden Retriever, the classic, the all-American okay. super dog. All right. Okay. A Golden Doodle? No. <laughs> you know what's a great dog, too? A Newfoundland. Yeah. They're like... Like they're the one of the friendliest, nicest, cuddliest dogs in the world, and they're just huge. Those are gigantic. They're not yeah. playing football either. They're no. like they're like giving people cookies on the sideline. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Newfoundland. He's just hanging out, hoping everybody has a good time. Nice, for sure. And golden doodles are just like they're cheerleaders. Mm. Yeah. Some golden doodle cheerleaders. Are we taking this too far? Are we taking the football and dogs so. thing a little too far? Are we gone far enough like, with that? I've been stuck just thinking about how dogs would actually play football. <laughs> so, so like, so are, hey. they, are they tackling or biting? I don't know. Airbud if Airbud can do it. <laughs> Airbud started playing basketball, right? Yeah. Yep. He was a free throw shooting yeah. dog. Yeah. And then he, he then he had a I know he had a seventh inning fetch. And at some point he learned to to kick field goals for sure. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, did he play on other sports? Mark's younger than us. Maybe he saw. Maybe he has has memory evidence of some of these. I, I remember when the, like Airbud first came out, and it seemed like just like oh cool, it's just a dog that can play basketball. But then immediately when it became successful, it's like well let's see what other sports the dog can play. <laughs> so they ran out. I think they ran out of sports. I don't know if they're. You could imagine there could have been like a curling one. Even they probably got that <laughs> far down the line. But like then they just had like the puppies. They just said, "Oh, look at all these puppies that can play football or something." Oh, just right. Like, I don't know. I gotta think the that same whole people. era of movies for children was just like, "Look at this animal doing a funny thing." Hey, it's a monkey skateboarding. <laughs> I, I gotta think the same people were behind the MVP, the chimp on oh, a skateboard, yeah. chimp yeah. on a snowboard. Uh, but you know what? That's I don't know, man, because. When I was a kid, uh, stupid animal movies that were live action was was a uh, was still a thing. There was like Monkey so. Trouble, yeah, and there was Ed, where Matt LeBlanc uh, gets outclassed by a chimpanzee in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's the better actor, the chimpanzee <laughs> or Matt LeBlanc? You be the judge. Uh, it's the chimp. It's the chimp. Uh, <laughs> There, oh, I remember one of my favorite times as a kid was Homeward Bound. Oh man, yeah, don't even, don't even get me started That's on that touching. movie. Is it gonna make yeah. you cry or some shit? I haven't thought about that movie in a long time, but that used to be like my it was one of the first movies that made me cry. Like, oh, okay, as a, yeah, like it growing was up, yeah. I, was like, fuck. Uh, I remember, I, I remember watching, I remember what 
watching Benji and crying. I don't even know if it was the first Benji. I remember he like Benji rescues and starts raising mountain lion cubs. Right. Or, okay. That's that was that, the, that was the movie I watched. Whatever I Benji movie it was, maybe it wasn't even a Benji movie, but it's a dog raising cougar cubs, and that he sounds... dies at the end, and I bawled. That and and at the end of Redfern Grows, I cried too. Yeah. yeah, when I was like in grade the two. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even, I didn't even yeah. know what I wanted a beagle so bad when I was seven. I still want a beagle. <laughs> Beagles would be a pretty good dog. Nah, they're fucking loud as shit. They bark. They're, they're, they're one of those dogs that's basically genetically programmed to bark all the time. <laughs> I guess so. That's but the interesting. Ears, so they're cute. Yeah. That's the interesting thing about dogs. Like, think, look at all the crazy genetic variation that we've managed to milk out of these, this one creature. It's one species. Mm-hmm. They can all breed with each other, technically. And look yeah. how crazy that is. Yeah. But they're all bred for these ridiculous purposes. Like, Dachshunds are bred to, like, uh, drive badgers out of holes. <laughs> is that their... I don't their, see that as possible. Dachshunds were bred to root animals out of holes, man, including badgers. Wow. I'm giving Dachshunds a lot less credit than... Like, they... Yeah, less right? credit? They yeah, deserve well, more credit than you've Dachshunds been giving them. Yeah. Were, like... Stronger, powerful. They're more badass motherfuckers than you ever thought. I yeah, the more you know, I guess. Mm. Absolutely. Anyways, uh, (laughs) I think now is as good a time as any to uh, jump into. Oh wait, you have things to talk about. Well, I I I've just been kind of anxious lately, and I just want to tell you guys something. I mean, I don't know you too well, but I hope you don't judge. Mm. What's going on, Sean? Brett. Mark, okay, yeah. I'm, pre- I'm, re- I'm ready for this. People's champ. I'm prepared. Now, don't judge, please. This is something we're sensitive all- to me, and I just hope you guys can support me on this. Uh, yep. We're all primed <sighs> not to judge. I'm ready. I'm a workaholic. Oh, my God. That's, uh, that feels so good to just I'm get really, out there. I'm and really proud of you, Sean. Thanks, thanks. It was really hard for me to admit. For having the courage to share that with us. Yeah. Now, how is... How is being a workaholic uh, affecting your life? I, I can't sleep now. I, all I think about is work. I, I'm doing like five to six hours of overtime a day. Like it's getting wow. out of control. I don't know. I, 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 I'm, well, I mean like now I'm working on it. I'm at Workaholics Anonymous, you know, mm-hmm. working on like stapling once, not five times. Okay. Using even- the whole punch a lot less. It's, it's. It's a gradual process. So you've just been consumed with like menial office tasks? For, well, when I'm organizing, and I do a lot of organizing, oh. mm. and by a lot, I mean like a lot of organizing, like a little too much. Oh, I see. That's where all my overtime goes is to organizing because there's so much organizing to do that I just keep going, I keep going, and I get into this haze. All of a sudden, I'm at work for mm-hmm. like 18 hours a day. And th- I guess the one thing with being, you know addicted to work is that to cut that addiction out you have to really work at it which is only feeding your addiction exactly it's a vicious it's a vicious cycle really it really is i'm glad you brought that up because yeah it's it's not easy no and then you you, you become addicted to going to meetings about working yeah 
Exactly. Yeah. You know, That's, so, I'm not looking forward to that either. So you're, are you sleeping? Are you just dreaming of working? I'm sleeping a little better. The dreams have stopped because I'm like heavily medicated now. Oh, okay. So that helps. Were you having dreams of work and now you're just having like horrible nightmares? Well, no, I just wouldn't sleep. Like I'd, oh. I'd sleep maybe like three or four hours a night. So you weren't sleeping. You were no. just thinking about work all I was the time. Just constantly. Or were I'd be at work. Were you thinking about the stapling or were you thinking about more exciting like lab tasks? No, well, the, yeah, like my project work. You, I'm okay. not thinking about staples. So you're not like That's up all night being like, oh, uh, so many things to staple. I gotta staple this whole <laughs> pile of fucking letters. So no, it's so much collating. It's all about my project work, and you know, like what additives worked, what additives didn't work, and Sean, all that. Sean's it's, job it's a vicious cycle. involves affecting the rate at which paint dries, and how it sags. And your paint sags a real dry. issue yeah. in, in an it industrial application. Mm-hmm. In an industrial yeah. application, yeah. Sean. You know what I'm. This guy gets it. This guy over here. <gasps> paint sags a real problem. It can be. Well, like I said, I'm working at it. I'm getting better. You're getting better. You're working. Are you working less? Yeah. 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 Working a little You're less. Getting there. Getting there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just one, one small step at a time. So, cool. That's all I can do. All right, everyone, uh, use all lively. your mucus to do us to do us disturb. <laughs> get up, get up, come on, get down with the sickness. You mother, what is it? You motherfucker! No, fu- you fucker, get up. Get up, come on, get down with the sickness. Yep. They did a really good cover, though, of, uh, of uh, Tears for Fears' Shout that I liked. Did they? They did a cover of Shout. I think mm. they, but you know what, really? I think they called it Shout 2000. Yeah, they did. <laughs> which was like a shortcut, <laughs> which was like a shortcut to make anything terrible. <laughs> Dracula 2000. <laughs> Godzilla 2000. <laughs> of course, totally. Godzilla 98 or whatever it was pretty terrible, too. That was just yeah. regular old Godzilla. Or, as I prefer to pronounce it, Gojira. Mm-hmm. Because that's how it's pronounced. Totally. Or whatever. In Japan land. That's what that place is called, right? Japan land? Japan land. Japan land? That sounds right, yeah. Tokyoville? Tokyo. Tokyo. No, pre- that's a city uh, in Japan. The J- prefecture Japanland. of Japanitude. Or whatever, you know? Right? Totally. I get it. Japan. And that and that's where Godzilla lives in, in Japan. Yeah, Japan. Yeah, yeah you Japan know where land. the nuclear disasters come from. <laughs> yeah. Well, All some of, of the nuclear disasters are American caused, and some the Japanese have managed to just do to themselves. But they get Gojira. Okay, so imagine if they're actually because of like the nuclear reactors by the the ocean there. Imagine if Godzilla actually was created somehow, and like movies just came to life in Japan. Well, the child version of Brett that was culturally insensitive and couldn't tell the difference between J- Japan and China, and he's thought about, well, no, Japan had paper houses, right? Yeah. See, child Brett just thought of Godzilla was like three feet tall and everyone lived in a paper house, and that was <laughs> his fun joke, was that he just, Godzilla just took everything down because it was easy it was to easy. destroy. <laughs> but, uh, what is this, wooden oh paper? Oh, boy, Perfect. I'll tell you, 13-year-old Brett thought that was hilarious. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, I guess once Godzilla got tired of messing up Japan, he would just go over to China, just swim over, and just start messing up their stuff. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Unless it's all, it's all you know, unless Mothra sh- shoots in, or <laughs> yeah. uh, or like a Mecha, or the, perhaps the humans devise some sort of Mecha Gojira. Yeah, yeah. You know that son yeah, of Gojira that, that happened. What else? Yeah. What other monsters did uh, were involved in that? Mothra. Mothra. Oh, I can't remember any of them. There's a ton of them, right? I know. There, there's, there's a, a whole lot cast of, them. of characters. Mothra is the one that everyone remembers. I, I want to say a silly moth. Gigius. Gigius. Was that one? Gigius. Yeah, Gigius. I couldn't tell you. Gyrax the Destroyer. Cornelius the Plumber. You know, that's not a Godzilla-like name. Isn't there like a? There's like a. It's more of a. It's more of a Power Rangers. Is there not like a boy robot? Like Ultraman? giant, no, like some sort of giant. Ultraman, yeah, yeah, yeah. That fought Godzilla. No, oh. he fought other aliens from space. Oh, or something. yeah, there is, there is I, like I've a more of a that. humanoid robot thing that fights Godzilla. Yeah. I think at some point it's like an alien, yeah. robot or something. Maybe I don't know what hmm. it is. No, I don't know. What, yeah. Could be any of many different things. It's no Power Rangers. Yeah, I didn't see the Ooh, ta- I didn't see the Power Rangers guy when I was at Comic Con. Jason David Frank. Maybe I just I didn't, didn't see look either, hard enough for him. Who was he? Was he? He was the Green Ranger. Green. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then oh. the White Ranger. He and becomes the White the Ranger. White then the Red Ranger and Zio. Oh yeah. Yeah. He he got a they lot. Just he, couldn't get rid of that guy. No. They kept him around forever. They got basically. rid of the they got rid of the original Blue Ranger because he was gay. Really? Yeah, really? he's suing. Kind of Apparently, the producers. He's still suing. I, I don't remember. <laughs> he's I, been I, suing just, for years. Just constantly in litigation. <laughs> like, God damn he's it, suing. Hey, Billy, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm suing uh, Sabian Entertainment. <laughs> Why? Well, they had this thing where they fired me because I was gay. That's kind of stupid. Yeah, well, I'm gonna <laughs> keep. Just I'm just gonna keep suing. Anyway, they harassed him or whatever, <laughs> I guess, because he was gay and. That's and stupid. Eventually, but he stayed around for quite a while still. Didn't you stay around until... No, he wasn't in Ninja Force. He was, he was past the original, though. He was there past the original. I don't think he was. Fine, Sean. Fine. I Whatever am you the want. ultimate Power Rangers expert here. You know what? So. I think he wasn't even a Power Ranger after that. He was like the mechanic on the space station. Okay, I'll, I'll buy How that. that? I'll buy that. He was uh, he was some sort of a some sort of a quark <laughs> figure on the Power Rangers show. <laughs> For nice. Star Trek nerds. Which I'm not one. I'd no. like to be very no. clear. Yeah. Not a Star Trek nerd. Just a lot of Star Trek on Saturday mornings when I was a kid. And Sunday mornings. They always mm-hmm. show the original series on Sunday mornings on like CBC. Really? They yeah. still don't, they don't do that now. There's I don't no know. Way. I don't watch TV. Sunday mornings? Yeah. Certainly. I'm not watching. What do TV. you do on Sunday mornings, Brett? It's your uh, usual Sunday morning routine. Yeah. If it's well, not watching Star Trek anymore, uh, I mean. Well, I got a, usually on a Sunday morning, I, uh. I uh, have sex with whoever I took home the night before. Mm-hmm, of first, course, you know your hand. And, uh, okay, and then, uh, then I, then I, then I make her breakfast, and uh, and then, I, and then I take her home. That's typical Sunday for me. Completely really? typical. Every Sunday, that's just how it happens. <laughs> Brett yep. gets the ladies. Oh, the ladies get me too. <laughs> and let me tell you. They keep coming back because I make quite an omelet on a Sunday morning. I bet. I got my technique all down. I don't go fucking around with anything. Like, and that's the that's the key to omelets is technique. Yeah. You can't you can't just like go in willy nilly expecting you to make an omelet. Would be surprised. There's a surprising amount of artfulness to working with eggs, Sean. I know there is. 
You're preaching to the choir right now. Okay, because because you were yeah. sounding a little patronizing before no. in your tone. Oh, and was I? Know, I? No, and I was I being know serious. how much you love Alton Brown. Oh uh, yeah, Alton Brown. I'm a big Alton Not Brown Alton guy. Alton Brown. Alton Brown. <laughs> you know Alton Brown? He's a good guy. That Alton Brown. <laughs> He's a food scientist and stuff. Yeah. You'll tell you if it's good or That's not. That's exactly how I sound like when I'm talking about Alton Brown. Got bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> what? You see? <laughs> so I was talking about yeastings, this, and making Oh, yeah. He's talking about all bubbles, kinds of make, shit. Making gases over here and souffle and Carbon that. dioxide and sugars and, yeah. and boom. Stuff <laughs> hey, happens. nerds. Let's turn cooking into nerd. <laughs> Alton Brown translates cooking Basically. into nerd. Basically, what he did. Yeah. We just need like it, the only way you do it. Thanks, more Alton Brown. Is if uh, now he's got a special where he's just doing like teaching you how to cook Klingon food <laughs> in oh, Klingon. They are are are. Wait, I just that's how the Klingons talk in Star Trek. Sure. In my mind, but that sounded like a bad Middle Eastern impression to me when I was doing it just there. In my <laughs> mind, was, in my mind, I felt like I was being culturally insensitive even though I was supposed to be a Klingon. I was getting Klingon from that. You, tr- you were trying to okay. be a Klingon not somebody from the Middle East, right? But, yes. <laughs> if you were just like, be clear, <laughs> I wanted was, to sound a little more Middle Eastern when I was doing yeah. that. I, was, I did not want to sound Middle Eastern. <laughs> I wanted to sound Klingon. Right. And, no, I was and getting my, Klingon from that. And my unsureness with my the capturing that just yeah. it, it exposes me as not a star trek nerd no not at all but but it but it also shows you know, i'm willing to go there i'm willing to try yeah i'll take chances sean mark you, Lucas, you did i'll it. go there <laughs> you did it i'll spew something that might sound racist <laughs> i think i think you're clear i think yeah sure i yeah. think yeah <laughs> And you know, for the record, I was getting Klingon. Batlack yeah. and yeah. fighting. Yeah, but... We saw Batlack uh, at uh, Comic-Con. Totally. But yeah, Alton Brown teaches you how to make Klingon food. He that sure does. Well, I mean, he has a YouTube channel now, so who, <coughs> who knows what he can do with it. Oh, he can do many things. Uh, Want to go to the Imaginarium? Let's do it. We haven't been there in a while. We don't normally go, if we, especially if we don't have a guest. We don't go to the Imaginarium. The Imaginarium of Dr. Parnasshole. Where we go and we invent movies and we cast them and we plot them and we figure out what kind of great movies we can come up with. Mm. So here are the titles. Yep. I'm going to give you some titles and we'll figure out which one we want to make. Oh, they're not good titles. <laughs> In it start? to win it. Steam Shovel Ricky. The Little Pension That Could. Mad Mardigan. Baker's Dozen. The Liarist. And Love in Overtime. Hmm. Do any of those names, any of those titles reach out to you, speak you, grab you by the cockles of your heart? I was kind of feeling Baker's Dozen. Oh, yeah? Okay. Mark, any, any, anything reaching out for you? Was that the liarist? The was, liarist, yeah. Was that like the... Could be anything. Okay. <laughs> Could be whatever we want it to be. That's the point. Okay. Okay, so how do we decide? <laughs> yeah. Well, you've made a vote for Baker's Dozen, it seems. Right. What's your vote, Brett? I made up these names. So okay, okay, people's I don't champ. Get a vote. Yeah. Peeps champ. Too yeah, bad. Too you late. make a decision. Yeah. Too late. You can't gesticulate it because he it. can't Steam remember them. Because the yeah. little pension that could. Mad Mardigan, Baker's dozen. Never the mind. People's champ is in overtime. Of, what was this? What was number two? Steam shovel, Ricky. Steam shovel, Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> Steam okay, let's go. Steam shovel, Ricky. Steam shovel, Ricky. <laughs> okay. First of all. 
it sounds like a like an autobiographical film. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's a biopic. Yeah. A biopic. Yeah. Not. Aut- I don't know if there's a lot of autobi. Only Woody okay, Allen well, makes yeah, autobiographical right, right. films. Fair enough. <laughs> Steam Shovel Ricky is a real person. He's the director. He's directing this film. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Do you know Steam Shovel Ricky, Sean? I mean, I don't want to brag, but I've met him a couple times. <laughs> Tell us what Steam Shovel Ricky does. He, uh, he steam shovels. See, does he operate a steam shovel? An well, old-timey steam shovel? Yeah. He has an old-timey steam shovel. He shovels coal into it just to get it to go. <laughs> and he takes a shovel, and he shovels things. He mostly ditches, because, I mean, he has no education. <laughs> but he's a heartwarming fellow. He can sing a tune when he needs to. Does he have a charming speech impediment? <laughs> he's very hard with his R's. And his, <laughs> his S's and L's aren't great either. But oh, the rest that of the sounds like a danger zone. <laughs> oh, that's how, oh, oh, oh. never mind. I'm not going to go there. Continue. What? Tell me. Can you tell me what yeah. that sounds like? Well, it it, it sounds a little like <laughs> little, this. That was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> when you said the L's and R's thing, oh, I'm just thinking of bad Asian stereotype jokes. Oh, <laughs> you say that wasn't that. going that way. Uh. <laughs> Steam shovel licky. <laughs> Steam shovel licky. Steam shovel licky. No, no, no. But he's a good guy. Okay. He means well. Yeah. Okay. okay. So he's got a steam shovel. He's digging ditches. Yeah. But what happens to this guy? Yeah. What's his story? Like, so he's a ditch digger. <laughs> ditch digger digging, that falls in love. Digging ditches that. Yeah. And ditch he falls digger that in love. Ditch digger that finds something when he's digging. That he's not supposed yeah, to find maybe. a petrified subway sandwich oh. <laughs> from the forties. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna fact check no, you let's, on that. Let's, yeah. <laughs> no, to prove that subway existed in the forties. <laughs> we knew it. This we movie's bullshit. <laughs> we knew subway didn't in fucking. We knew Jared was one of the Illuminati. <laughs> You motherfucker! <laughs> no, a petrified subway sandwich is stupid. Uh, yeah, let's go with finds love. Finds love he in finds the ditch. I was just gonna say, yeah, he digs <laughs> up a corpse. No, finds no. Love. Maybe he saves a, a woman who's been buried alive. There we, there we go. That's romantic. Yeah, isn't that romantic? Or <laughs> he accidentally romantic. kills her because he tries to dig her out with a steam shovel. <laughs> Oh, poor Steve Shovel Ricky went to jail. Oh, it's a prison film. Steam Shovel Ricky, you... Why? Why did you use that steam shovel? That's the only life he knew. (laughs) the only life he... Yeah. He didn't even go to a good enough public school to correct his speech impediment. Nope. He had limited skills. He had shoveling coal and shoveling ditches. That's all he had. It seems Shovel Ricky, little known fact, one of the background players in Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> really? <laughs> Didn't know that. Well, it would be a, you, Steam it's Shovel more Ricky. appropriate the Steam Shovel times, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah true enough. Yeah. Probably even earlier than that. Who's playing Steam Shovel Ricky? Not Dwayne Johnson. No. We no. always cast Dwayne Bradley Johnson. Bradley Cooper? I, I can see Bradley him as like a down on his luck steam shovel. Well, if we're gonna send him to jail, I don't want it to be Bradley Cooper. Well, are we? Bradley yeah. Cooper's too pretty. Okay, for jail. well, so, <laughs> he will get torn up. That's no good for him there. 
Yeah. Uh, so we really have to decide on the plot, I think, again, first. Yeah. We really have to commit to that before we cast. <laughs> Are we committing to everything that's currently in there? <laughs> no, I don't think we need to have him kill any ladies. <laughs> no, in, the first, in the first 20 minutes of the film, he's killed someone. And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Well, I called, guess I'll follow this guy's adventure now. It's called Act One. Then why is it called Steam Shovel Ricky? Is my question. If he's in jail the whole is time, is the cover no, just like him drenched in blood or something from murdering? He does he's just some murdering. He would just have spurts because his steam shovel would be doing most of the, yeah, the I'm cutting. I'm not married to him killing anyone or going to jail. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm a fan of him digging someone up who is buried alive. I think that's okay, saving. That's somebody a good, yeah. good point to start. We can call him Steam Shovel Ricky. He doesn't necessarily have to actually operate a steam shovel. Fair enough. Oh, there has to be some sort of something. Like it a, could be more about his character. Okay. Okay. Uh, so how do you make a character steam shovely? Like like a persona or something. Has maybe he's got Is he a, mechanical? Maybe he's got Cyborg? a Does he at least ride the rails or like persistence. Okay. Oh, and and uh great personal power to move people or how they feel about things. Okay, so here's my idea that changes this whole thing. <laughs> different, taking it to a different Go direction. for it. Go okay. for it, Mark. So he's a steam shovel. He's the fastest steam shovel in the West. Riding the rails, making trains go faster than they've ever gone before. Okay. Steam shovel, Ricky. Steam shovel make a train well, go Like, fast. you know, putting the because, coal into the yeah. steam engine. Okay, I think there's a, a fundamental a misunderstanding of shoveling. what a steam shovel is. A steam shovel, just so we're aware, an actual steam shovel is more of what we would call like a backhoe. Okay. Or a, like it, that's what I figured you were. Okay. Was a steam just to shovel. be clear, that's. Well, but I'm so just thinking from like. Could, yeah, steam shovel, Rick, that could be a name for but the guy yeah, yeah, totally. coal on a train. I don't have the okay. words in front of no, me to I know like what you're it. talking no, about. No, no, I like it. He's a, he's a speed shoveler. Yeah. Yeah, making trains. a vigilante speed shoveler making trains a fast. Free, a freelance speed shoveler. And but you know what he uh, he the Union Pacific has mm-hmm. been higher has monopolized his talents to make them have fast trains, and they're and the robber barons that are in charge of these different train companies, mm-hmm. the, the competition is angry at Union Pacific because because Steam Shovel Ricky is making them look better. Right. Yeah. So they hatch a plot to kill Steam Shovel Ricky. Okay. Some We're going of, through some sort of mustache twisting fellow. Yeah. Right. Oh, be- absolutely. Like he should be almost the guy who comes by with a train to save all the maidens tied to the tracks or something. Like that could also be <laughs> just something Shovel he Ricky. does. Yeah, that's just total honest. Steve Shovel Ricky. <laughs> that guys. sounds like Steve Shovel Ricky behavior. <laughs> Absolutely. And then the the twirly mustache guys would be like, "Oh, the rat, Steve Shovel again." Oh, Dan backslide all over again. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Never mind. Uh, Anyways, so continuing. Or he could be <laughs> digging people up who are. Did we establish who Steam Shovel Ricky was yeah. yet? No. No, but now that we have a better idea of him, now being can we a, say Bradley a Cooper? Speed shoveler. Yeah. yeah, now Bradley Cooper can be. Yeah. Him. He's a little more enticing as a as a vigilante steam shoveler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. He's a uh, he's got the right kind of a chest to be uh to have like an open shirt and be glistening with sweat from shoveling yeah. so much, right? Sure, totally. That, that'll put the butts in the seats, you Absolutely. know. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. He's got that it's got that power to br- to bring <laughs> the floor is moist. Yeah, yeah. Moisten up those seats. Yeah, moisten. <laughs> Daniel they, Day Lewis is the they, uh, <laughs> curly mustache guy. Well, definitely. <laughs> if you can get him, if we can get him, if you can sure. get him, yeah. I mean, I mean, I think we can understand this is a very well made picture. This, is the, yeah. oh. this sounds like the kind of 
high art picture that Daniel Day-Lewis would be into. Absolutely. Bradley Cooper as a speed shoveler. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Being targeted by a twisted uh, mustache twirling uh, robber barons. I like it. I like mm-hmm. it. I yep. like it a lot. Yeah, it'd be it'd be very. I don't know. He's a chameleon. I don't know if he'd want to go with something that would be so close to his gangs of New York character. True, That's but true. Uh, other 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 candidates for Robert Barons would be. Uh, I could see John Hodgman. John Hodgman. <laughs> oh, Ooh, that would that be would amazing. That would be pretty good. <laughs> That'd be pretty oh, good. Oh, John Hodgman and Paul F. Tompkins as a as a robber baron team. Uh, yeah, that I, I could run <laughs> to something a, there. A duo, a bumbling <laughs> robber baron duo with megalomaniacal dreams. It's I'm on board, you guys, <laughs> with that one. Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay, who's the love interest? Hmm. I don't know. For Bradley Cooper. And how does he run into her? He steam shovels her train. Yeah, and she's San impressed. Fr- all obviously. the way to San Francisco in time for her to visit her dying mother. Allison Brie. You win. This okay, movie's perfect. already being made. This yeah. movie is coming together this, like Tetris. The NSA is greenlighting this movie as we speak. Yeah. <laughs> Assuming they're listening. They, you know, they'd really, if they start a movie studio, the NSA's got all the good ideas now. They're, they're stealing them all. They can suck them up. Have yeah. you noticed that, like, movie theaters, every time that one production company has one movie the other like another studio come up with like almost an identical movie <laughs> yeah like there was that like olympus has, has fallen and the other one white house like, down yeah white house down like they're the same exact movies just like <laughs> produced at the same time by just two completely different companies and it's like uh, quick everyone make the the white <laughs> house movie, one quick. everyone hates the white house it's like, there was like the two like snow white movies too yeah. right and yeah. uh and back in the '90s, there was like the two vol- there was Volcano and Dante's Peak. Yeah, there was Twister and was there another movie that came out around Twister? There was a bunch of natural that. disaster movies around. Well, that was the time when everyone was like natural disaster movies. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's a trend of disasters going yeah. on. Terrorist like a, that was just a trend of like remakes of really oh, old movies. So ba- or they're like, remaking Jacob's Ladder, or like horrifying animals like, being thrown at you through the air. Yeah. <laughs> Sharknado! <laughs> oh shit! It's a shark cane! Monkey Nami's! <laughs> Everywhere! Oh god, it's a gorilla cane! <laughs> gorilla cane. Oh, that would be terrifying. That, that would, would be, that would super, be an, terrifying. A super terrifying movie. A bear Nami? <laughs> yeah. Emu Nami! <laughs> Porcupine Nami. Porcupine. Pine cane? No, no. We, we, we're there. We, we, got we, we got it. So Bradley Cooper, vigilante yeah. steam shovel man. <laughs> Chasing after Alison Brie. Yeah. But then Daniel Day-Lewis finds, sorry, no, John Hodgman and Paul oh, F. Yeah, Tompkins find sure. out that Alison Brie <laughs> was interested in Bradley Cooper, uh-huh. capture her, kidnap her, mm-hmm. put her on a, the fastest train in the West. There we go. Un, unbeknownst to Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. While he is steam shoveling that train as fast as it can possibly go. He's already on the train? in a position no, to be responsible for they killing put, her. No, they put her yeah. on a train yeah. that's super fast. He can't even catch up oh, to it. Oh, they got a new train that they've been yeah. designing. Yeah. Like the newly designed, like yeah. or modern steam Or they've got a new, they've got a new machine trains. that d- delivers the coal faster than a human can. Right. Sure. Which might be a little too close to the John Henry story, but uh, whatever. He was a steel-driving we'll, we'll, man. We'll roll with it. Sure. 
And uh, there's some folk hero uh, echoes yeah. we have here. And then, long story short, I mean, because I mean, we got to wrap this up, right? Yeah. yeah. He gets on the. Does train. he get the girl, Sean? Of course, he gets the girl. Oh, yeah. Thank God. Of course, he does. Steam shovel, Ricky always gets and the then, girl. And uh, then so, John Hodgman and Paul Tompkins go to jail. Wait, okay, would there be a lot of henchmen, or was it just John Hodgman and Paul Tompkins? Oh, they'd just, have to have henchmen. Yeah, yeah, there's got to be henchmen. Are they organized? Yeah. They're fairly organized. Well, they're I mean, they had their own train, down right? All the they got the train. Yeah, they got the trains. Yeah. They run on the trains. Right. They're slowing down all the trains, and Bradley Cooper makes makes the Union Pacific train. We, we already. Uh, I'm a sucker for a train robbery. Yeah. I, I could Anytime go for a good train robbery. Train robberies or train boardings, you know, mm-hmm. cool stuff. I'm into that. Yeah. Totally. There's always a tunnel, though. Every time someone has yep. to be on the train, there's always a tunnel. And it's always showing up at the wrong time. What the fuck, man? Every time. Doesn't make any sense. Nope. Except except in speed. Made total sense in speed. Dennis Hopper gets it. Take it. Take it, Dennis Hopper. Get cracked. Get your head taken off. <laughs> You're done. You're done, son. Train style. Keanu. <laughs> Kung Fu millionaire. Kung Fu downloaded to your brain. Johnny Utah. Yep. It's no cool. steam shovel Ricky, but it's close. I so, think uh, a lot of awards there for Bradley Cooper. And yeah. This is waiting to happen. Best actor, is, no, like, best cinematography. to direct this picture? Hmm. That's a good question. Mark? Mark knows directors. I should know directors. I really, I really should know directors. I'm going to put Mark in a position that... He, I'm, going to, I'm going to place him <laughs> in a position of authority on directors. Hmm. I don't know. I can't think of anything like... Who okay? Who directed Pacific Rim? Because I can't because I can't remember that. Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro. I would. I'm going to give it to him. <laughs> okay. I think. Fair enough. Did, so yeah. we need to find yeah. a ro- we need to find a role for Ron Perlman then. Yeah, because <laughs> he's going to be in it. <laughs> and Charlie he, Hunnam, because be those like, two are like peas he could just in be a pod. in a bar or some somewhere or something in the movie at some point. Ron Perlman. <laughs> yeah, he'll Ron, he'll talk about the fast train. Yeah, oh, Ron yeah, Perlman gets he could be the killed. narrator or something. Or the narrator, yeah. Or he's Steve <laughs> Shuffle Ricky's mentor that gets killed or something. Yeah. 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 Okay. He's the old man that Steam Shovel Ricky learns. He's Steam Shovel Ricky's dad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he taught him all the Steam Shoveling ways. Steam yeah. Shovel Ron. Yeah. <laughs> Steam Shovel Ricky Sr. Well, that sounds like a wrap. I mean, let's yeah. let's uh, type that up, print it out, mm-hmm. send it to Hollywood. Take that, Hollywood, and run with it. Yeah, take that and make Put some it money on a with train. it. That's the thing. Like, like I was saying, if there was another train movie that came out like soon, that idea would probably actually be worth something to someone there because it's like we need a train script. Anything with this train in it. <laughs> yeah. Is there Shit. any ideas for trains? There's an idea for trains. Where? How much do you want for that? We need a train. Where idea. were we when they were making Unstoppable? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no like, doubt. That would have been the time. We could have had Bradley Cooper up against Denzel. <laughs> he would have fucking won. Yeah. yeah, Steam Shovel Ricky would have taken that out. <laughs> yeah, easily mm. because America's racist. <laughs> well, I mean. No, everybody's what, what, racist. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> yeah. There's a little racism in everyone. There's a lot of racism in most people. That's true. It's what it seems like. That's right. Especially Asian people. <laughs> oh my God, they're the worst. <laughs> Always being Asian and stuff. Goodbye. Always sitting down saying things in Asian, Asianese. I'm leaving now. Thanks. <laughs> 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 Always talking and eating weird things like noodles. Like, who eats noodles? 
in a soup? Hey, hey. Come on. Noodles are great in a soup. It's 2013, okay? We don't need noodles in soup. I'm just kind of talking for the sake of talking right now. Cup of noodles are popular. That's a very popular item. I always drain my cup of noodles. I'm weird like that. Oh, you don't do the soup for them? No. Well, I mean, really, it's just hot water and like... Yeah, crazy amounts of sodium. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, basically. What, Sean? You don't like all that sodium? <laughs> I'm a huge fan of sodium. Actually, I'm not. I'm I, I'm not a fan of salt, to be honest. I'm so addicted to sodium. Yeah. It is ridiculous. I, Your no, body I needs it, Sean. I just oh, I know it does. Crave chips sometimes. Yeah, just, just like a whole bag of chips. If I have a bag of chips, I can't contain myself. Most oh, times, yeah. I'm gonna eat the whole fucking thing. Medium clever. Uh, Bye, everybody. Thanks, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye, everybody. Thanks for coming, Thanks Mark. for coming. Yeah, thanks like, for having me over. It was fun. Cool. I'd like to thank Brett. Brett Medill, thanks for coming. Oh, thanks, Sean. It was really tough. Thanks, it thanks was tough letting, to get here to Medium Clever Studios today. Thanks for letting us record and everything. Brad, thank you for doing what you do. Say and, something uh, the mics might pick up. Yeah. That was close. Very nice. Very okay. Close. And thank you, listener, for, for listening and stuff. Yeah. That maybe there'll be more of these. <laughs> Most likely will be. Yeah, there will. Whether you listen or not. Yep. Bye. <laughs>